most of us know the Pashup Shad of the story of Yaina. Um, Yaina being sent by the Rabbanu Shalom to Ninveh, not wanting to go, and the fish, and going at the end, end up going. So that is the, obviously the Pashup Shat, and um, it has its own lessons, of course. But the Gra Kedarkai, has the, explains the Sefer of Yaina, the Inyan Remez. And we talked about the Shirashirim, the Pardes, the four different ways of understanding Torah, Pshat, Remez, Josh, and Said, and um, one of the examples we gave actually was Yaina, because according to the way, mostly the grain is going to bring Abderach Hazayar to explain that Yaina is a Remez for the life of a person. And when we start going through it, as we'll see, it's, um, there's a lot of very insightful Chidushim and <coughs> Divrei Chizuk and Musr that we can learn here from this Sefer, especially all year round, but even coming towards the Yamim Neiraim, about what a person and what life is all about. So the basic idea here is that the Yaina is the Neshama, and the Neshama is sent down to this world to perfect itself and perfect the guf that it's going to enter into, and it's faced with many Nishyainas, and... Um, very often, the neshama fails, at least on its first shot, to do what it's supposed to do. And that's pretty much what the first parak is about, Yaina coming down to, to, to the neshama, the neshama coming down to the guf, not doing what's supposed to do, and eventually passing on to the next world. And um, the, pus, the second parak, which talks about being in the fish, is Gehenim, and being in the Ilamahemes, and things like that. And eventually, when you get to the fourth parak, the fourth parak is Yaina being sent again to Ninveh, which is the Neshama coming down in a second Gilgal. Um, and as we'll see, the Neshama could come down in numerous Gilgulim to continue to be Mesakein, what it needs to be Mesakein. And in the fourth parak, um, a lot of very important Yisaitis Hamuna are actually explained, the things that are hard to understand, Sadik Viraloi, and things like that, because a lot of them are, have to do with that this is not the first time the Neshama has been here, and therefore there's certain circumstances that it has to be faced with in order to be misakin what it needs to be misakin, and therefore certain things cannot be changed, and, um, and that's why it's hard for us to understand it, but if we would know all the Cheshbainas, if we know all the Cheshbainas um, of the Rabbani Shalom and the history of this Neshama and of, of what his job is, things would become much more clear to us. So let us start at the beginning here, say for Yoyna. So the Dvar Hashem was to Yoyna ben Amitai Lemar, says the Gro Hashem is being Meshalech as Haneshama lo'ilam hazeh. Hashem is talking to the Yoyna. Yoyna is the Neshama. Now, why is the Neshama called a Yoyna? So, there's different reasons why the Neshama is called a Yoyna. So here the Gra brings from the Zayar, It's like a Yoyna that is foolish without any heart. Which means to say that the word Yoyna here is not Lishvach, it's Lignai. And the reason is because in this parak, 
the neshama here is going to go down into Olam Hazah and is not going to be nimshach after Ruchnius, it's going to be nimshach after the riches and the pleasures of Olam Hazah. And just like a yaina, you find very often the Medrash brings that um, the yaina gets easily trapped and is not so smart and things like that, so too the yaina here is easily seduced by the, by the, uh, the taivas of Olam Hazet. So therefore we refer to the neshama over here as the yaina, says the grove, over here it's Alash and Lignai. Because, like he's saying, it's nispata, it's paisa, it's being uh, seduced by the yoifi of Olam Hazah and the Hanois of Olam Hazah. Now, at the same time, we learned already in Shir Hashirim that Yaina sometimes is a lush on the Shvach. We find many times Klai Yisrael is referred to a Yaina, Yaina is not Manechas Ben Zuga, it never cheats on its, on its mate. Yainasi Samasi, you find the Chazal tell us that the Yaina is Nimseris Lishchita Veinam Mefarcheses. It gives itself over when it's time to be shechted. It doesn't fight, it doesn't shake around. And it's Remus the Kla Yisrael, who's Moiser Nafsham Al Kiddush Hashem, Hein Haragnu, Alecha Haragnu Kalayayim. All different types of Midrashim that have Yaina Lishvach. And that's the potential, really, of the neshama. The neshama has both aspects to it. It's called the yaina because it has both aspects to it. It has the aspect of lignai. It could be paisa and leiv. It could be seduced very easily by the taivas of Eilam But on the, on the other side, the yaina also has the maila. Yaina has the maila that all these mailas that it has to it, that is the nimsaras l'shchita and it's eina manicha, benzuga, and all different types of things. So... That's why the yoyin has both aspects to it. And in fact, as we'll see, the, the, the Navi is referring to the yoyinah here, Lignai, because in this parak it's going to fail. And in the fourth parak, when it comes back in Gilgoshaini, it's going to be successful, so it's going to be the yoyinah Lishvach. So the same yaina has the potential to go both ways, and that is why the neshama is referred to as the yaina. So, Vahid var Hashem al the Dvar Hashem came to the Yaina, to the Neshama, and this Dvar Hashem is telling him, you are going to go in a certain body, Vo'ovad Ru'usi, I'm sending you down to do my will. Ben Amitai, why is he called Ben Amitai? Because he is the son of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shehu Amiti, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's MS, and the Neshama is the Ben of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Bonim Atem L'Hashem Aleikeichem, the Pasuk we recently, um, we recently learned. So, we are the Bonim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is called MS, so Hashem takes the Yoyna, the Neshama, that is Ben Amitai, and he sends him to this world, Lamar. And he says, listen, I'm giving you a mission. And your mission is to tell Klai Yisrael, and to tell the world, and to tell yourself what the proper thing is to do. You're a neshama, you're kula ruchni. Lamar, kum leichal ninvei ho'ir ha'gidoyla. Go, leave your place. Where's your place? Your place has been, till now, in Gan Eden, in the Oilam Ha'emes. And I'm telling you now, Leich, you have to leave El Ninveh to go to Ninveh to Olam Hazeh. Olam Hazeh is called Ninveh. Why is Olam Hazeh called Ninveh? So Ninveh is a lotion of Nova. Nova is a lotion of an abode, a place where you live. 
So the Gain says, the Olam Hazeh is called Ninveh, it's hard to understand. Whose abode is it? Who lives in Olam Hazeh? So says the Groh, very big Chiddush here. He says, because this is the Naveh of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Olam Hazeh is the bias of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And his Lashon is, Vikan Hu Iker Dirasai. Now this is a hard thing to understand, but it's based on many different Midrashim that says that we don't really know why HaKadosh Baruch Hu created this world, what he needed from it. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Mis'ave Lodur B'Tachtainim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, In Shemayim, I have Malachim, I have Ruchnis, I have everything I need. That's not where I want to be. I want to be B'Tachtainim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a desire to live B'Tachtainim amongst people, amongst the people in Olam Hazeh. The lotion of the Medrash is that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, Iker Shechina B'Tachtoinim Haisa. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Iker Shechina was here in this world. What happened was, once the Chatoim began, HaKadosh Baruch Hu started being Mistalik. Adam Arishain, what did the Avera HaKadosh Baruch Hu went up one level. We talked about this in Shir Hashirim as well in the beginning. Then Kayin, he went up another level. Dar Enoish, Dar Amabel, Dar Aflaga, Stoim, Mitzrayim. Seven levels HaKadosh Baruch Hu went back up to Shamayim. Then Avram Avinu came, brought him down a level. Yitzchak, Yaakov, um, so on and so forth until um, Levi, Kahas, Amram, until Moshe Rabbeinu came, and this is what we saw in Shirashirim, by Matan Taira, Moshe Rabbeinu came and brought HaKadosh Baruch Hu down again to this world, to Mimikayim Hashras Hashchina in this world. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Iker Diras is in the Tachtainim, is in this world. And therefore, when Hashem says to the Neshama, I'm sending you to Olam Hazeh, He says, I'm sending you to Ninveh. I'm going, sending you to the place where I want to be. This is where my Shechina is supposed to be. V'kan hu ikr dirasai, shoyleach es ha'odom l'saken es naveyu shel Hashem. What's the job of a person? A person's job in Olam Hazeh is to be m'saken this place that is naveyu shel Hashem. And the more we're m'saken it, the more we're able to bring Shechina into this world. But it's called Naveyu because this is where Hashem really wants to be. He wants to be among people who have a Yetzirah. He wants to be among people who succeed in overcoming the Yetzirah. That's where He wants to be. Being with the Malachim is wonderful. Malachim have no Bechira. They do everything He wants and it's fine. It's wonderful. But where HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to be? Vishachanti B'Soycham. And there's Rebbeinu B'chai also in Parshish Kisisar Vayaka. One of those Parshish over there Hashem says, Ani Hashem uh, um, you want to know why I took you out of Mitzrayim? Because I want to claw Yisrael to be Mechabalus HaTayra, to build a Mishkan. Why? Because I want to live B'Soycham in Olam Hazeh. So the Neshama is being sent from Gan Eidem Olam Haba to Ninveh Ha'ir Hagidoyla. Ha'ir Hagidoyla. The big city. A person is called an Olam HaKatan. A person is called a small world called an Ir Kitana in Kehelis. When we talk about a person with his Yetzirah and his Yetzirah Taiv, there's this, uh, this old person and there's a smart person telling him which ways to go. That's called, a person's called the Olam HaKatam or Ir Kitana. So if we're the small Olam, or the small city, so the world around us is called Ha'ir Hagadayla. That's the world is called the Ir Hagadayla. So he's sending the Neshama down to this world, to the Ir Hagadayla, and he tells the Neshama, you can have a job there. 
Teach for the people. Teach a person what they're supposed to do. Teach them to do tshuva. Why? Because the Averis have come, they've, they've risen to me. And it's an interesting thing. Also, it says the bad itself has come up to me. I mean the bad has come up. The raw itself has come. So the Gra says that what happens is that when a person does a mitzvah, he creates a praklet. He creates a malach that is there to be malamitzchus for him. So it's the mitzvah itself that is malamitzchus on the person. When a person does an avera, he creates a mekatreik. The mekatreik itself goes up in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and he's mekatreik. So it's the raw itself, it's the Avera itself that actually goes up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So ki also ra'asam lefanai, the raw has come up, the mekatrikim have come and they're screaming, and they're mekatrikim. And that says the Gra is what's called Tumas HaMikdash, HaKadosh Baruch Hu again, Iker Shechina B'Tachtainim, he wants to be here, B'Saych L'Ayisol B'Kedusha U'V'Tahara, and the problem is, there's Averis here chasing him away. The Mekatrigim are chasing him away. So he tells the Neshama, here you have to go down and teach the world, <coughs> and especially the Ir HaGidoyla. But as we'll see, the first job is going to be the Ir HaKitana. You have to teach yourself also to do the right thing, that these Mekatrigim shouldn't come up and, and, and be Mekatrigim in, in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the Pasuk says, Vayokom Yoyna Livroyach Tarshisha. And the neshama gets up and it wants to run away, Tarshisha, Milifnei Hashem. So what does that mean? That means to say as follows. The first thing is, you have to realize that when a person is nimshach, away from Ruchnius, and when a person does Averis, he is running Milifnei Hashem, from in front of Hashem. And that is why when a person does tshuva, he's called a bal tshuva, shuvu elai. What does tshuva mean? Rebrev Dezgarin Lebrach used to always say that if you look in the Beis Alikim, the Mabit, in his Sefer Beis Alikim, in the first shar, which is called Shara Tshuva, over there, he says the simple explanation, translation of the word tshuva is to return. Averis are marchikyu from Hashem. Tshuva means to return. Everything after that, the Vidui and the Kabbalah, all that type of stuff, are all pratim in the Chiddush of Tshuva that Hashem says, that when you do Tshuva, I'll be Michael your Averis. So you have to understand something. There's, you don't really need, there's, the Mepharshim talk about this, that do you really need a specific mitzvah of tshuva in the Torah? We've talked about this in Shabbat Shuvah Joshua's a few times. Why do you need a mitzvah of tshuva? L'chaira, the same mitzvah that tells you don't steal, tells you that if you've stolen, stop stealing. Right? You don't need a new mitzvah to tell you. Just because you stole already one time, doesn't mean now it's mutter forever, so I need a new mitzvah to say, stop doing it. You don't need that. Tyrus said, Lysig, now if you stole, fine. Well, you did an Avera. The same Tyra told you, don't do it the first time, tells you don't do it a second time. So the tshuva is stopping an Eved, let's say, rebels against his master. So the first thing, he has to stop rebelling. That's what an Eved does. That's tshuva, to return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Tshuva, Averu, is marchik you from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Tshuva says, return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, b'tayvasai, in his chesed, to Kla Yisrael, says, listen, if you'll do tshuva, not only 
will you be doing what you're supposed to do, I'll give you extra bonus. You can even come closer to me. I'll erase your averas. I'll turn them into schuyas. Those things, that's part of the chiddush of tshuva. That's the chiddush of tshuva. That all those things could happen. <coughs> and for that, there's a protocol. You have to do vidui, kabbalah ala All those types of things are all pratim in the chiddush of tshuva. But tshuva, the pashab shab means return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Just return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If returning means I'm going to be punished for what I did wrong, it's not a steerer to returning. You did something wrong, you get punished for it. There's a chiddush of tshuva that says you can get out of that as well. So that's why a person is called a bal tshuva because anytime he does an avera, he's running from milifnei Hashem. So comes, that's why the Pasuk here refers to when he's going and not doing what he's supposed to, it's milifnei Hashem. He's running away from in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Where is he running to? He's running to Tarshish. Is running to Tarshish. Tarshish, in numerous places, is always, it's a Pasuk in Cheskel, there's a Pasuk in, in different places about this. The Tarshish is, um, in Yermia as well, Tarshish is always the simon of, of affluence, of riches. And in, in Yecheskel talks about Tarshish, you find big boats of Tarshish full of all different types of riches and taivas. So Tarshish is the simon of Taivas Oilam Hazeh La'ashrei. That a person is being nimshach after the desires of Oilam Hazeh. So the Pasuk is telling us, Vayakam yoyna livroyach Tarshisha milifnei Hashem. A person in the Shama in Oilam, in Gan Eden, was milifnei Hashem. He was mamish standing in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When he's going to come back, his vites are going to be standing Lifnei Hashem. He's going to be Oiver Lifnei Hashem. The problem is, in the middle, when he runs after Taivas Oilam he's being Bayreach Mi Lifnei Hashem. He's not doing what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants him to do. The Lashon of the Zayar is, a person in this world thinks he does Averus, V'choyshev She Bayreach Mi Lifnei In his mind, he's running away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Thinks he could run away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He is distancing himself from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He's not escaping HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but he's distancing himself. So, you find... Um, you find by um, by Kayin, it says Vayetze Kayin milifnei Hashem. Rashi says over there, Kigoynev das al yaina. He laughed as if it says Yotzebach. No, Kigoynev das al yaina. He was tricking Hakadosh Baruch Hu. A person does averus, he thinks he could get away with it. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is not around over here. He's milifnei Hashem. So this this neshama here is also. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sending him on a mission, but instead he's running Milifnei Hashem Tarshisha to Taivas Eilu What? Tarshisha is the Rosh the opposite of riches. Okay. Be- Interesting. Right. So the, we'll, see, we'll see why that is. Because really what ends up happening is that... Um, it's in the long run. It's not yeah, riches. In the Ruchnius, it's, in the Ruchnius, it's right. his downfall. Very good. Yeah. In the Ruchnius, it's his downfall. So... Um, so wh- where does he go? Vayered Yafai. He goes to Yafai. What's Yafai? Yafai is Eilam Hazeh, the beauty of Eilam Hazeh. He's Nimshach after the beauty of Eilam Hazeh. That's the Taivas of this world. It's all the Taivas. For example, it says by, um, by the Eitz Hadas, it was Nechmad Lemare. What was so enticing about the Eitz Hadas? It was beautiful. It was Nechmad Lemare. 
And that's how Eilam Hazeh gets a person. Because it looks beautiful. This week's parasha, the Yifas Tayar. Go the Yifas Tayar, the guy brings down. Anytime it says Yafa, it's said on Taivas Hagufonias. You'll have to say, Rachel Haisi Yifas Tayar, it says also. You have to figure out what it means over there. So over there, I think there's a gra there that says, Shakra Chain, Vahavala Yaifi. But if it's Isha, Yiras Hashem, He tis halal in the Chain and the Yaifi. Now, everything, even in this world, could be used for Ruchnias if you use it properly. But as is, without translating it into Ruchnias, it'll be Moshech Person, it's it's talking about Taivas Hagufaniyas and it's talking about Taivas of Gashmias and these types of things, and therefore it it leads a person in the wrong direction. So Vayered Yafai. In fact, the Masil Sisham writes, Masil Sisham writes that if a person wants to be Kaina Precious, he wants to acquire the meat of Precious and Parakdezvav, he writes a person has to look at Olam Hazeh and see through the farce of it, and see that all the taivas of Eilam they might look nice, but they're really nothing to them. They're really prisusam. You have to see that they're really, they're really empty. So, you know, in, in, in Parsha, last week's Parsha, Parsha's Re'eh, it says over there that you have to destroy all of the Avodah Zara in Eretz Yisrael. And it says... Um, where are you going to find all the Avayi on the high hills and under the big beautiful trees? And Rashi says, don't think that you're going to destroy the, the uh, trees or you're going to destroy the harem. Harem don't become Aser. Mechubar doesn't become Aser. It means the Avayi that's found there. And then the question is, so you have to destroy all Avaydazar, even if it's not on a mountain or not under a tree. So why does the Torah tell us the Avaydazar that's on the mountains under the trees? You have to destroy all Avaydazar. So, so, so Remichel Feinstein, Zechariah Levracha, says a beautiful word. He says that the Avaydazar very often used to put their Avaydazar in the most beautiful places. Why? Because if a person really thinks about what Avaydazar is, he'll see it's nothing. However, if you make a lot of pomp and fanfare around the Avaydazara and a lot of parades and whistles and excitement, it gets people all excited about it. So it's the, it's the environment, it's the context, it's the harem aramim, you get all excited, you make goysimasabrashis, Kodak moment, uh, you put it on your status, you know what I'm saying? Selfies, you put it all, everyone gets all excited about it. Sachas kalates ranan, it lends the beauty to the nothingness of the Avaydazara. You gotta enchant the person. You enchant him, he doesn't think. If a person will look at the Avaydazara on its own, in a midbar, where was the Torah given? In a midbar. What happened when the Torah was given? It made the place beautiful. Torah didn't need the beauty to make it beautiful, the beautiful place to make it beautiful. Adarabba, Torah was given in a midbar, nothing around. The Torah came, Torah's chiyas, it made a beautiful place. Avaydazara needs the place to make it beautiful. And that's the same thing with the Taivas of Eilam It's yoifi, it's beautiful, but it's all on the outside. And that's what the Basil Sharm is saying. You got to creak into it. You got to get out of that whole farce and that whole facade, get to the inside, and then you'll see it's taka nothing. You'll see it's really empty. And that's why the Taivas of Eilam Azeh are called yofoi. They're called beautiful. Aniya. So he found... And he found a boat. So he found a boat. This boat is the guf. The guf, the body. Miloshan Taniya Vaniya. So it's called a boat. It's called an Aniya from the Loshan of Taniya Vaniya, which is the Loshan of Tsar Vialala. 
It's a lotion of pain. It's a lotion of, of tsarist. This is all pain. This is all tsarist. Why? Because a person's life called The bottom line with all the Gishmakite in the world, a person's here to work, a person's here to toil. Life is not easy. That's not what life is all about. So therefore the goof comes and it's called Miloshan Taniya, Loshan Avaniya. It's hard work. There's tsaris. There's challenges. That's what it's about. So he found the Aniya. Now it's interesting because I'm not sure exactly how this works, I'll be honest with you, that it almost sounds like the neshama here was already being nimshach after Olam Hazah before it got into the guf yet. Right? It says, You know, we always think the neshama's tahira got into the guf and the guf uh, perverts the whole business as we'll get to it. But here, it didn't find the Aniya till after it was already being running away from Tarshish. I'm sorry, running away towards Tarshish. Now, it could be the Pshat is... Uh, what? You said Ninveh was the Guf, right? Ninveh was the world. The world. Was the world. Hashem was sending him to Ninveh to the world, into a Guf. So, unless you say, which is a possibility, that you know, Hashem already told him, you're going into that Guf. Once there's already the shidduch between the neshama and the guf, could be the guf already has ashba on the neshama. You find the other way around, that when neshama leaves this world, the Gemara and Shabbos tells us, uh, for first first amount of times, it hovers around the kever. And then for the next 30 days, it hovers around... It's slow, it's a process. There's a connection between... And that's why, why do we go to a kever? Why do we go to a kever? What's a kever? The neshama went up to Shemayim. What's a kever? There's a guf. The guf's not here anymore. You want to honor the guf, bishas, you know, patira, levaya. We understand that. But afterwards, the chayra, the neshama... Teretz is, there's always... Seems to be... There's always some type of connection, whether it's on the yard site, not on the... There's always... A connection, the neshama keeps a connection to the guf that was its home. So it could be here, we're talking about Lufnei HaMaisa, that on its way down as well could be, there's also a connection and the, the, the pull of Olam Hazeh is so strong that once there's already a connection, it's possible already the neshama already is getting a little excited about Olam Hazeh. So we found this Aniya, the guf is called Aniya, but it's also called a boat. Why is the, the, the guf a boat? This is very simple. Oilam Hazeh is Daimeliyam. And Oilam Haba is Daimeliyabasha. Oilam Hazeh is like a sea. Why? Because when a person goes and travels on the sea, that's not where he's going to live. You go to the sea as extended a period of time as a person goes on his cruise, but that's not the final destination. Eventually, Kol Yardei Hayam end up by Yabasha. Mishnah Masech Nadarim talks about if a person makes a nether from those on the Yabasha, he's also even on the Yardei Hayam because all Yardei Hayam are going to end up on the Yabasha because that's where you're supposed to go. So a person goes out on the sea, he's going out for business, he's going out to earn some money, what's the point of it? So he should come back home and he should have his chayra at home. So Ilam has as a yam. Olam has as a sea. It's not the final destination. The final destination is to come back to Gan Eden and Olam Haba and to the Yabosha. Now the Yam has its times. Sometimes it's calm. Sometimes it's stormy. There's Galei Hayam. There's Kamish Barecha Vigalecha. The Pasuk says, Avruallai. Um, when we talk about Tsaris, you talk about waves and things like that. These are all Mishalim of Olam Hazeh. So therefore, when we want to talk about a guf, 
traveling in this world, we refer to it as a boat. The goof is a boat traveling in this world. And it's Taniya uh, Vaniya. There's waves that bring tsaras to it. There's waves that bring toil. You get seasick. You, you know, whatever it is. Sometimes it's calm. Sometimes it's Geshmak. It has all the things to it. So Mamela, when the Neshama comes down to this world in Eilam and what's the point? To do business here. To do business here in this world to bring it back to the Eilam to the Abasha. So therefore we're called the goof is called an Ania. It's called a boat. So the Neshama here finds an Ania. Ba'atarshish. That um, is going to or coming to Tarshish. It found a goof that's going to, Again, he wants to go to Tarshish. He wants to be Nimshach after Taivas. Olam Right? So he found a goof. That's where a goof goes. A goof goes to Tarshish. Ba'atarshish. Now... It's interesting because the Ba is a Lush and a Keva. Ba is a Lush and a Keva. So says the Gra, because really we know that there's every Shutvis is a husband and a wife, a Baal and a Isha. The Baal is a Zachar and the Isha is the Nekeva. So really the Nishama is the Baal of the Guf. Who's the one really in charge, who's supposed to be in charge, is the Nishama. So the Yaina, he says, is Lashon Zacher. And the, it has been here, always referred to a Lashon Zacher. Now, Grada Rashi and Chomish says that Yaina sometimes is Lashon Zacher, Lashon Nekeva. Here the Gros says, we were always, when we talk about the Yaina, we're always going to say it be Lashon Zacher. However, when we talk about the Ania, Ba'atarshish, the Guf, which is going to Tarshish, it's Lashon Nekeva. Because the goof is like the Isha. The Neshama is supposed to run the show. He's supposed to be the Baal. And the goof is supposed to be in the Keva that's supposed to help him out in doing his job. Makes sense, because the goof is a clear that the Neshama goes into Correct, right. So you have also, you have, uh, right, like Zach, Zachar and the Keva, Zachar correct. So, so what happens? So this, he found a Neshama that's going to Tarshish, I mean, a goof that's going to Tarshish, meaning he wants to go to Tarshish, the Neshama, we said, is already being Nimshach after the beauty of Eilam He found a Shutuf. He found a goof that's ready to go to Taivas Eilam as well. Um, so that is, that is going to Tarshish. So what did he do? Vayitain Schara. He, he paid the price. So the, he paid the price. Mamash Kepshutai. Says the Gra, he was mishabed all of his seichel, the neshama, and his koiches, and his taivas, to go and be nene, to feed this guf. Meaning, what's the schar of the guf? A guf is a physical thing. What does it appreciate? How do you pay a guf? Pleasures of Eilam Hazah. Geshmak of pleasures in Eilam Hazah. The Averis that a person's Nana Mimenu in Eilam Hazah, the Guf wants that. That's what the Guf wants. And that's the Pshat, the, 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 that's the Pshat, Schar Avera Keneged Avseidah. The Mishnah tells us, the person has to make a Cheshbin. The Schar Avera Keneged Avseidah. What does mean Schar Avera Keneged Avseidah? So the Gainer, Rabbeinu Yain, in their office also says, Schar Avera is the Hana that a person gets from the Avera, Keneged, what you're going to lose out in Eilam Haba from it. So says the Gra, he paid it Schar, meaning the Neshamas did what it wasn't supposed to do. He's supposed to be the Baal running the show over here. He's supposed to do things right. And instead, he paid the price and he said, okay, 
I want to have Olam Hazeh, you want to have Olam Hazeh, we're going to give you this, I'm going to make sure that all of my power, again, the neshama is the power of the, of the gulf, without a neshama, it can't do anything, it can't move, it can't do anything. So he was mishabed everything, that it should have all the taivas of Olam Hazeh, he says, that he gave all of its schar, shekol evori haguf, nen aminam amin ha So, this is what he did. So, he, um, he went and he was mishabed himself to the guf, and what happens here is, in every person, there's a Yetzirah and a Yetzirah Taif. There's a Yetzirah and a Yetzirah Taif. And unfortunately, what happens is, the Yetzirah says, Smach bacha b'yaldusecha. Enjoy yourself while you're young. What does that mean, while you're young? It means it's immediate gratification. Yetzirah says, listen, enjoy yourself now. Do your tithes right now. Be'yaldusecha means while you're alive right now, enjoy yourself. What does the Eitzah type say? Vidak, Yikaleila, you're going to give a din v'cheshben. You're going to have to pay for it. You're going to have to pay for it in Eilam Abba. So the Eitzah type says, don't do it, and you'll get your schar in Eilam Abba. So, besides for the fact when we talk about the Yetzirah and the Yetzirah Taiv, and why a person listens to one over the other, so in Kehelis, when it talks about over there, the uh, Yetzirah Taiv and the Yetzirah, that why a person listens to one over the other, he listens to his Yetzirah, the, the Mashmois of the Psukim over there is, because the Yetzirah has already been here for a long time. Yetzirah person gets when he's born. Yetzirah Taivi doesn't get to his bar mitzvah, to his bar bas mitzvah. So when we talk about over there, the, uh, over there it talks about an ir kitana, v'anoshim ba ma'at, and a melech gadol comes and surrounds it. That melech gadol is the Yetzirah. And there's this person, this Yetzirah Taiv, who tries to save him. The Yetzirah Taiv, he's a young guy over here in the picture. He's just a new player. The Yetzirah already has home field advantage. He's been here for 13 years and finished. And that's the problem. It's hard to... Now, we talked about this in Jerashim as well. We talked about it, that the Groh over there talks about that, um, that how it's even playing field. We talked about it then. However, the mice at the end of the day, there is this regilos that a person has to follow as Yetzirah because he's been here for so long. But the guy is pointing out that there's another reason why a person listens to the Yetzirah. That's his pointing out here. Because the Yetzirah tells him, you're getting the Geshmak right now. The Yetzirah Taif is telling him, wait, you'll get the Geshmak in a hundred years when you get back to Elam Haba. That's much harder for a person to do. If I could get my Hanar right now, it's much harder for me to say, wait, you know, to tell any child, wait three weeks till I give you your prize. You know what I mean? He needs the prize right now. We're that child. And that's why it's so hard to, not to listen to the Yetzirah because the Yetzirah is telling you right now. And that's really what your goof wants. Your goof wants that instant geschmack of gratification. And Mamela, that's the price that a person pays to his goof by letting it have this have this instant gratification. So let's just finish off the Pasuk here. So he gave the schar. Vayerid ba, he went down into the gulf. It was a yerida. It's a yerida. It's a yerida going down from Ganeiden into, into the gulf. Well, that Tapshar that was already in the gulf and he decided to go down with the gulf. So, so he says here, Vayerid sheyara el haguf. Because remember, it says, so far we only said, the Lashon is, he found it on Iyah. He paid. So he went into it. So it sounds like he found it. He was ready and said, okay, I'm a myself to you. 
And the, and the boat said, no problem. The group said, here. So they made a shutzfus. But that's the way the guy says. But it could be, you're right. It could be, and it's a continuing Yerida. Right, exactly. Inside the goof. You already decided, okay, I'm going to go down with it. As opposed right. to, I'm going to be elevating the goof. Right, right. So, so, Vayeridba, Lavoi, that's the Lashon, Lavoi, Mayim Tarshisha, to go to Tarshish, Milifne Hashem, from in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this is a simon, this is talking about the entire world, really. Because the entire world is Kulam Baruchim Livnei Hashem. The world itself is a world that's running from away from Hashem. It's not conducive to really, to Ruchnius. And that's where this person is, this, this Nishama is going down um, into the Guf. And I think we'll stop here for today. The, the Lashon, the Torah Lashon of Yom is talking about the whole world? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah.